0: Congratulations! You found it! The most inappropriate book club you never knew you were missing. Starring the original book divas, Martha Steele, Vonnie Golden, and Nicole Shaded. And special guest, Alyssa Mann, the Queen of Romance. These people are passionate about books, maybe a little too passionate. Plotting world domination, one book at a time. They are three book girls.
1: So I made Travis watch the other Boleyn Girl on Valentine's Day, which was actually a really depressing movie.
0: It's a really movie. depressing movie. Yeah,
1: so but I've watched that movie a million times because in high school I used to like put it on and fall asleep to it all the time. Yes. I didn't realize until I watched it a few days ago that it has the, like the all star cast that it has, it, I, I was know, like, right? well, I was like, why is Sherlock Holmes in this, and
0: I never I noticed. Know. Yeah, it's it's one of those where it's like, oh, all of you were in this, like Scarlett Johansson. Natalie Portman. I know.
1: And this is what? The other Boleyn girl? Yeah, it's based off the uh, Philippa Gregory the book, yeah. books oh. that we have talked about before on this podcast. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you reviewed that, didn't you? Which I have you? all yeah. of them if you One want. One of them. you did.
2: That me and Nicole. I think
1: we've reviewed like
2: most yeah. of her books. That's
0: like how I got started in historical <laughs> romance was yeah. my grandma gave me the other Boleyn girl. Oh, yeah. When I was like 13. And she was like, there are some weird bits in this, just skip <laughs> them. Mm-hmm. Those she were has, the sex parts.
1: She has some that are like 3-1 uh, uh, that have nothing to do with historical fiction other than it's written. Yeah. Uh, but it's about incest and it's her
3: Whitaker no. trilogy. Romance books introducing young that's girls where, to sex by the age of 11. That's where
0: everyone misses. <laughs> I watched The Borgias and I always forget about the incest part of that whole story. And I got to season two and I was like, fuck, I forgot. Mm-hmm. There's also a great book about The Borgias called... Gorgeous. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's really? really good, but I always forget about the incest part. I'm like, God damn it! I don't want to read this.
3: You know, before we get into the whole romancy schmancy pantsy bullshit for today, <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> wait, wait. First, we need to discuss this. Something we discussed last week. Dan Mallory, the dickhead, who we were talking about faking cancer last week, yes. aka AJ Finn. <laughs> right. From the woman in the window. There was, there's a story out as of February 15th. First deception, now plagiarism. What? Yep. The name of the other book is Saving April. And they came out the same year. They have exactly the same plot and exactly the same ending.
0: No. Yes. No.
1: 2016 bestseller from British author Sarah A. Denzel. And this article is from Bookster, by the way, for any of our listeners. What Both novels have?
3: include an anxious middle-aged female protagonist, one named Hannah and one named Anna, who discover something awful when spying through a window. They discover something awful about their neighbors, who are an unhappy, unhappily married couple with their troubled adopted child. The troubled adopted child has a birth mother with substance abuse issues. The protagonists are racked with guilt over their past car crashes, which killed their husbands and young daughters. All because they were distracted during a fight about their husband's infidelity, unreliable narrators who use alcohol, and the police don't trust them, and the exact same final plot twist. Now, I haven't read the book, but does that follow it pretty well? Yeah. So there was actually an Amazon review comparing the two. By the way, thank you and a shout out to Becky Fessler, who sent me the article about the asshole dude. The the woman in the window guy. Thank Thanks you, Alyssa. Becky. <laughs> Thank you, Becky, for, um, for sending that our way so that we could get back to that in the podcast. I appreciate it. Sorry, but there's no way the amount of stolen material is a coincidence. We need
0: to get Kayla to read the other one. Yes, she or can someone. be our woman on the ground correspondent and let us know if it is indeed exactly <laughs> a the Kayla, get same. on that. It's called Saving April,
3: <laughs> or any of you other book girls out there. You can help us out with this if you've read both. Yes, read that book if you've if you've read AJ Finn's book and tell us how close they are. He says he wrote his first in 2015, but he also says that he had terminal cancer.
1: Well, so then his point mother of, had cancer. This article is. Uh, <clears throat> That he says a lot of things. Yeah, but he's, he's a liar. Said he had cancer. His mom had cancer. His father died. None of his families died has died. He said his brother died. That's all a sent, lie. Uh, uh, emails to people <laughs> pretend like pretending like he was his brother uh, and say like tooting his own horn. Essentially, yeah. well, it was him writing the emails. You name it, this so, guy has lied about it. And then, then so he issued an apology last week. But the apology essentially says that he is—he used all of these fake deaths to uh, cover up his bipolar two uh, diagnosis. That's bullshit. So psychologists are saying that that uh, even if he does have bipolar disease disorder, that it does not explain his psychopathic life. No, yeah, it, <laughs> it doesn't. doesn't. Yeah, being
0: bipolar doesn't bipolar. make you a pathological liar. Yeah,
3: I'm bipolar. I don't. I'm not a pathological liar. Yeah,
0: that's. No, no, I am
3: medicated. But or
1: are you? <laughs> or I'm am so... I? I also thought it was really interesting. Interesting because in that article it talks about how difficult it is to get a plagiarism suit won in the United States court. Because mm-hmm. I guess it, I love Cassandra Clare. Well, I guess there's another mm, book that is. Yeah. Uh, you did you hear about that? I, mean, I didn't got know about it. Like this multiple issues. So I guess. So yeah. So she was sued, but then the court ruled essentially mm-hmm. that. You can't because she had shadow hunters. This other book had like dark hunters, yeah, it or something. wasn't
3: that close, like this one, though.
1: Well, I it, it is pretty similar, but essentially, the U.S. courts ruled that just because she named swords and she had the shadow hunters, well, that's actually these are things that can actually be traced before written word, and so that's why she was not uh, found guilty. Is because if she's found guilty, then the other person could be said to have plagiarized. Yeah. Earlier works. Yeah. Well,
2: really, there's a lot of books that have a lot of similarities that weren't written anywhere near each other. That's yeah. very true. Like, well, for, and yeah. For instance, you've read um, uh, Dead Before Dawn.
1: Oh, yeah. Or the, well, and then, yeah. The, Suzuki. So the yeah. Stackhouse. Well,
2: there are so many similarities between those books and the Twilight books. Mm-hmm. And they're
1: almost just like opposite. And like, there's another one that. Th- Hit, like it wasn't Anne Rice, but th- essentially there's an, a third one that that really has a lot of similarities, similarities. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah. that's because there
3: are a lot of similarities in the original um, mythical setup of vampires uh-huh. and werewolves. But, well, I'm and,
2: talking about like the
3: I remember mind you, reading. Yep, I remember and you telling me the about that
2: shapeshifters, mm-hmm. and both series has both of those, mm-hmm. and in both of them. The mind reading doesn't work on the female or male antagonist. Protagonist. Yeah.
1: protagonist. So essentially, so, this article is saying that unless you can prove that there's word for word plagiarism, exact sentences matching, that it's really fucking difficult to get. A plagiarism suit. Yeah, pr- yeah, they so,
3: probably will not win it, but you can bet. Well, that the book girls of the world are going to rise up and refuse to buy his second book.
0: The interesting thing is, though, you said she's from England. Yes, who, she from overseas. Yes, it's actually a lot easier to win there. So she files. Wait, there. who's from England? The girl whose the, book, the he, original book. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah.
1: yeah. Well, and he worked for. I think. Well, he. He worked went to over Oxford. There. Yeah. I think he worked for a publisher there, right? So he might have. I think so. Yeah, it didn't say if.
2: But they it's were the easier same to went over there than it is than over here. I <laughs> think it was, yeah. Well, it, good luck to her then, if that's yeah. the case. And to be clear, I wasn't trying to say that Twilight was plagiarizing. No, no, this, no, no, but no. no, no. Podcast, we understand. But we've yeah. talked about. But, we've had that
0: conversation yeah,
3: before
2: but because there's so there's so many similarities, and you know I like Twilight. Yeah. So
0: both of those really don't either of those series don't really start to distinguish themselves until like after.
1: After well, the for Twilight book. after
0: the, sec- the second and third book, but then I love the Stooky Sackhouse series, but it takes it a hot minute to become its own thing.
1: <laughs> I, I like yeah. stookie Sackhouse. I've yeah, got yeah, the whole series, too. and I've been yeah. reading them. the I read the second thing. one, and I didn't make it through the second one. They're just... I got. I think I got obsessed with them because of how mindless they are to read, and the story oh. is so fun, they're but they're so, so easy, short. and they're short, yeah. so I can read one in two days, or I can read, like, go home, and if I had enough time, I could sit there and read the whole thing, and and then I feel like, you know, I read an entire book today, I look how know, accomplished
3: feel, I am.
0: So <laughs> to <accomplished>, be fair,
3: <laughs> I didn't really read all of them, but I did love True Blood, so I'm counting They're that.
0: not really... Uh, the whole first season is the first book, which is amazing because the book is not that long. And then after that, they diverge 100%.
1: Well, and like the movie is so graphic and sexual. Like, like it is that. literally porn. I yeah, love that these porn. Are like, in my world. These books <laughs> like PG
0: 13. Like yeah. Um, the yeah. books are not,
1: I mean, there's a lot of sex and it does get heated, but it, it's very There PG-13. might be one sex scene in like after the first book there's like one sex scene in a book mm. and i think i've even read if one that, without one yeah, yeah well she that. in the
2: first book there's only a couple of sex scenes in in the first book in there but well there's like three or four cuz she there that's that when many? she's
1: dating what's his name yeah face? that's when she's
2: dating the vampire yeah.
1: and they're 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 actually the they're just but they're not very graphic or like some yeah. of them are like super short mm. like one paragraph and
0: yeah that's why i couldn't get into the show not that it's bad it's just like it's so dark I like that, and that dark. Was, I like dark stuff, but I was like, this is not, this is just an adaptation that I'm like, I'm not interested in watching this yeah. alternative telling. Mm. So
1: my sister loved that series, and I sh- she ended up purchasing, or like borrowing the entire, mm-hmm. all of the series from a friend, and I would just remember her watching it, and I'd like walk into the living room, and there's literally an orgy
0: going on, yeah. and, yep. and that's not yep.
1: like, I don't want to see I kind of like I'm sorry it guys
0: but <laughs> sorry I was like when I watched the tutors I like the first time I watched the tutors I was like what the fuck
1: but I fucking love the tutors oh, that so I don't know
0: I've seen it all the way through like a couple times now I but I was I'm... like what is happening this is actual porn maybe
1: I haven't watched either of those
0: the Tudors is on Netflix. You would is love it really? Yeah. You would tutors? love
1: The Tudors because it's based off, like, Henry VIII.
0: It's great. And, and there's, and there's all some stuff, okay. like, they conflate his sisters because they were, like, too many Marys and people are going to get confused.
1: And there's also some nice butt scenes.
0: Yeah, you get to see Henry Cavill's butt like a lot. Yeah, like a lot, a lot. There's a lot. So of, just we just that's some, the first butt you see, isn't it? We have yeah. some. Yeah, his is the first some butt Some male nudity. You see. Yes, so much that's male good. nudity. I mean, there's female nudity too. Full frontal male nudity. I mean, it's another HBO series, so it's any just any as bad as True Blood. Any nudity in The Tudors? I want to say.
1: It's hilarious because when I first started dating Travis, I made him watch uh, the Tudors. So good, but you know how like Ron like it is just as sexual as True Blood, so I don't really yes. know why I like that one and not True. The yeah, true Blood look series. at you.
0: But it's because, historical sex. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one is like yeah. sex and tight. There's sex on an old wooden boat. <laughs> There's not any
1: orgies, okay?
0: <laughs> or uh, I guess you I guys are just prudes.
1: Private. That's all.
2: But yeah, speaking of medieval sex, I read a A historical romance that I borrowed from Alyssa, my new
3: neighbor. Yes. And since this podcast is all about... Valentine's Day. Galentine's Day. Galentine's Day. So that that means that it's romance plus women equals, equals three book girls. I have... That kind of sounded like it's a little bit too That's weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounds like we're all having sex in the studio, which we are not. Not there that is, there's anything wrong with that. There's it's no just not our jam. Medieval also maybe not orgies at work. going on right yeah. now. No. No, well,
1: there's no lock on that door. There's so. also a camera. Uh, there are also attached. Well, there's a camera attached to a news station in and Oklahoma City and staring directly at Martha. And we have <laughs> just determined that Nicole is not into that.
3: So. <laughs> no orgies. Sorry,
1: the window from Nicole another room. Nicole not into, into this room.
3: Yeah. <laughs> we would have to roofie her coffee
2: first.
1: Oh <laughs> god. <laughs> Remind me not to let you guys buy me coffee. <laughs> She'd be like, no, Starbucks for me, thanks. I'm
0: good.
3: <laughs> oh, my God, that's funny. <laughs> Sorry, Nicole. <laughs> having a laugh at your expense. That's hilarious. <sighs> okay,
2: back to my book. It is called The Secret History of the Pink Carnation by Lauren Willig.
3: I think Alyssa
2: has a flower fetish.
0: I don't know what's happening true story I didn't review this book because I was like I don't want to review this it's not happy I didn't like it so I quit a book like halfway through this week and I was like I'm gonna review something else she also had a flower name <laughs> See, I was like, be a first connection. of all you're not as into this as you want it to be second of all if you bring another flower name you will never live well, it down
3: you, but, but you did bring another and flower it was, name because you gave one to her
0: it was poppy again Two. so it was See, copy it's number that two sex
1: and flower name women. So weird. For the record, Alyssa's is not the one who wrote the books. That is <laughs> true. Yeah, but she's
0: choosing them though. But not, but it's not on purpose because, like, if the women's name aren't mentioned in like the back copy, I have no way of knowing. Mm. Okay,
3: go also, ahead. Sorry. Oh, it's okay.
0: <laughs> Pink carnation. Back to
2: me. Okay, so what this book involves some romance and some spies. Spies. Dum dum dum. It starts out in like modern time and there is a girl named Eloise who's a college student. She's doing her dissertation on the Pink Carnation, who is a famous spy from the eighteen hundreds when France Shut up. up. Sorry, Siri's trying to help me review my book. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Siri, back off, girl. You're not part of this crowd.
2: So it's about the spy network between England and France um, after they were at war in the late 1700s and they have a peace treaty right now going on in the early 1800s, but they're spies. Does that make sense? No, but go ahead. If
0: anyone has (laughs) read The Scarlet Pimpernel, this is kind of a... Who was a spy? It's a... I don't remember who it's by, but it's like a classic novel. Like, these are like... On that theme like what okay. if there were yeah. others in yeah. addition to the scarlet Pimpernel?
2: Right. like 007, 009 yeah. I mean it right. talks about Napoleon and everybody knows that Napoleon was crooked like I said this starts out with a college student Eloise and she's doing her dissertation on the pink carnation so she sends out different letters and emails trying to find out information about the pink carnation because there's not a lot in the history books it's almost like it's been really covered up and um, she only gets one response from this elderly lady who asks her to come over to her house. So Eloise goes over to her house. And this all happened in London. What? She's laughing at herself over
0: there. <laughs> I'm having a private moment.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she must have her phone on vibrate.
0: <laughs>
1: I literally just look over at her and she's got her eyes. <laughs> Almost in tears. I'm really trying
2: to keep this to myself over here. I'm trying not to interrupt. Her eyes were closed a second ago. Just the whole body shakes. What exactly was in your pancakes at breakfast? I don't know. All right. Who put a roofie in her coffee? Yeah. Go.
3: All right. I have to say it. She went over to a little old lady's house. <laughs> hey, can you come over to my place? <laughs> That's what I was thinking.
2: <laughs> there was there was no orgies between the little old lady and Eloise. Okay, <laughs> damn it! There was no no cougars <laughs> oh, going this on is here. An orgy Sorry, free, free book. <laughs> if I recall, yeah, this is a pretty
1: orgy-free <laughs> book.
2: And okay, anyways, and um, she discovers that this elderly lady has a bunch of letters and diaries from somebody who was involved with the Pink Carnation from back in the 1800s. And she offers her the all of the papers to read. And so, you know, she goes in and she starts reading it, and then it bounces back to the 1800s into the story about a lady named Amy. And Amy's story is, is when she was a little girl, probably about, I would say like five-ish or so, um, her and her mom fled England, now fled France, when um, Bonaparte invaded and was um, uh, chopping the heads off of all of the aristocrats which her family was. And um, her father is actually one of the people who died. One of the people that got his head chalked off at the guillotine for being an aristocrat. So she has a fair hatred for uh, Bonaparte and all of his cronies. While she grows up in England, and the whole time that she's grown up in England, growing up in England, she's obsessed with the spies who's trying to take down Bonaparte, which one of them is the purple gentian. Gentian. How do you say that? Gentian. gentian. We looked it up. The purple gentian.
0: That's not how I said it in my head. Interesting. Because <laughs> I didn't look it up. We had Google say it.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. We had to have Google it's say it because we didn't gentane. know. It's Yeah. Should I say gentane? Does that sound No. no. That's I not mean, how you right.
0: pronounce it. I just never bothered gentian. to look it up. Gentian.
2: And so her and her cousin, Jane who she kind of takes on as like a sister role, Um, they do all of this planning on how they're going to go to England and they're going to join the League of Spies that are associated with the Purple Gentian. So she's obsessed with this guy. And when she's 20, they go to England. And you find out pretty early off... Is that a, is that a spoiler?
0: No. It's You've, like super she, early on in the book. Yeah,
2: you find out really early on who the actual purple gentian is and he is a, a gentleman called lord richard selwick and who happens to share a boat back to france with amy jane and their chaperone miss gwen and of course they sparks fly but they hate each other because amy is quite i don't know what I don't know if I'd call her spoiled, but she definitely has she definitely has a strong personality. Yeah. Let's say that. She has a strong personality.
0: Amy knows what she's about.
2: Mm-hmm. As <laughs> opposed to Jane, who is kind of quiet and reserved and is extremely smart and logical and just kind of stands in the wayside and observes what's going on to figure things out. I like Jane. Jane was one of my favorite characters. So she's already met the purple gentian and doesn't realize it. Well, Amy ends up getting herself into a lot of trouble because she's trying to find the purple gentian by putting herself in situations that the purple gentian would be in. So she's around all of these men who are not exactly reputable, but they're high up in the art. They're high in the what, like
0: aristocracy in the
2: aristocracy, but are planning on an invasion to England. So she ends up, you know, coming across the path of the purple gentian, have a little makeout session when she doesn't know who he is behind a sheet behind a curtain, which I thought was kind of hot. I know you're rolling your eyes. But I mean, it's a guy she doesn't know who he is. He's wearing a mask, and she's just sucking face with him behind a curtain, with all of these sounds bad like, guys having to meet Sounds like Spider Man in in tights. Um, I like Spider Man. In Spider Man is, is already
0: in tights. I was going to say
3: Spider Man already wore
2: tights. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. Okay,
3: <laughs> Spider Man in hose. <laughs> Because they called them hoes back then, I think didn't they? they were
0: still basically tight, um, though. He, well, was yeah. wearing, he was wearing
3: breeches.
1: <laughs>
0: breeches. breeches, breeches. Pantaloons. Breeches. <laughs> <laughs> this is
3: getting better and better. And a cape.
0: <laughs> Are you sure we're not in Dracula? Because <sighs> all of a sudden there's a cape? <laughs> People wear capes as coats then. Yeah. They were like, this cape is a coat, too. Mm-hmm because it's not as windy there as it is here. It's really impractical in Oklahoma. Maybe they didn't figure out but how to make armholes. <laughs> yeah, but basically everywhere else is like, well, the wind's only blowing four miles an hour. Mm-hmm. It's probably
1: 64 yeah, not 64
0: miles, <laughs> <laughs> which is normal in Oklahoma.
2: Yeah.
3: That's just a windy day. There's a reason that the song goes where the wind comes sweeping down the plane. It's very
0: not wrong. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, and that's about it. The story's about her. You know, getting into this trouble, the purple gentian, you know. I mean, it was a really fun read and there was there was action in it and it wasn't too like gooey romancey. So I was good with the romance parts. It
0: spends a lot of time on spies. Yeah, it talks about spies.
2: It talks about Napoleon. It talks about a lot of really fun, interesting things. So you're saying Alyssa made a very excellent
3: choice for you.
0: Yes. I was literally throwing books on my bed looking for something else. And I was like, this, no this, no this. I she's like d-
2: pulling books out of and everywhere. And I had a
0: thought and ran from my bedroom where some of my books are to my living room where the rest of my books are. And I was like, <laughs> no, this one. And I'm just following her. I'm like, <laughs> okay,
2: let's go see what's in here. And uh, yeah, yeah, it was good. And there's a couple more in the series. I might go back and read those. I have a couple books that I need to read before that. Okay, so that was The his, the Secret History of the Pink Carnation by Lauren Willig. And I would say you want to read a fun, spy-filled romance, then pick it up and give it a try. I already have a friend that said that she wanted to borrow it.
0: That's what started my spy obsession. I had a phase where, like, I just wanted to read spy books for like two and a half years. <laughs> but I lived in the middle of nowhere, and the fiction section was as big as the room we're recording in. So, which is not very big.
3: No, no. it's probably better than the average New York size
1: apartment. But
0: yeah, I feel like yeah, yeah, it's
1: I think actually you're right. pretty roomy. But at least the toilet's not in the kitchen. That's That's true. true.
0: People would see this in New York and be like, look at all this space. (laughs) We could fit two apartments in here. (laughs) I'm going to have to get a roommate. (laughs) I I read a story where like in New York, people are so desperate. Like some people will like, like just, well, someone like walled off a section of their kitchen and then like, they were like, you can sleep in our kitchen in this makeshift room for like $800 a month
3: holy crap I literally saw a picture of it's a such a nightmare <laughs> as long as there's room enough for them to lay down it can be like that was it like there's space to lay down yeah.
1: I literally saw a picture of a, an apartment in New York and it, like the kitchen teeny tiny kitchen right and on the end by the wall is a toilet and yep. so think about yeah. like yeah. hey I'm cooking my eggs let me pee real quick and then you can wash probably... my hands in the same sink right next to where I'm cooking by bacon that, by that uh,
3: <laughs> standard you could have three apartments in here <laughs>
2: I don't know yeah, if, if I'd want a toilet in my right kitchen way. that would be chime
3: in you, knew, you knew New Yorkers
0: like, no, like, uh-huh. I'm moving that. back
1: to Oklahoma <laughs> no, their
0: rent for a tiny space is like double I... the rent of my fairly sizable apartment You've... Martha's been to my house finally
3: yep I went to Nicole's house and met Penny and photo and my cat I didn't... did I meet your cat? I don't know he's probably no, fucking off somewhere the cat fucked off that day I didn't get to meet the cat <laughs> The cat's like, nope, not today. But her dogs loved me. They have really bad breath, but I love them I bought also. them some
1: drops for their did water, you? which I have no idea is, if it's safe for them, but I can't ha- handle really, it. It's really, really bad. And I've taken them to the dentist. Last year, I took a photo to the dentist, and it did not fix it. And they have rhino breath. What? That's what I call it. It's smells like a rhino's ass.
3: <laughs> really, really bad. One of them was licking my hand, and I was like, oh, I'm going to have to go have this burned off. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Do you I, <laughs> I bought them. They are sweet, sweet puppies, though. All right, let's move along to the queenie.
0: Yes, it's this episode day. is all for it's you. Your day. Day. It's your year anniversary this is as well. 3 books that kind of came from me, and I've read your book. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you're all over it today. It's my day. Um, so this week I read, I think it's actually a novella because the novel I was reading got depressing. It was still hot, but it was depressing, and I was like, it's not it's not what I'm about, the week of Valentine's yeah, Day. Sad sex is like any other time of the year. <laughs> There's just so much drama, and I was like, I can't do this. So I found something way more fun to read. And it's called Misadventures with a Professor by Sierra Simone, who wrote <laughs> um a book I have previously reviewed on this podcast, American Queen. This is approximately the opposite.
2: Of that I read American Queen. Did you really? Holy crap! That is a dirty book. I
0: wasn't kidding. Oh
3: my gosh! I actually had that on my wait list, and I took it off the other day because I was like, "Why the fuck is this in my?
0: What <laughs> is this, and why is it in there? It's because me. Yeah, you need I might to, re- have to go put it back. Way
2: more
3: sex in it than
2: there is romance, so you might like there,
0: it. Yeah, it's mostly sex. Yeah,
2: Mm-mm-mm.
0: yeah, it's great, and it's
2: like <laughs> some of it's three people sex.
0: Ooh. Ooh, lady porn. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't get that a lot of books. It was really good. So this book, <laughs> um, I did try and outfilth myself, but I could not, I didn't. Hmm. American Queen is still the reigning champion. <laughs> um, but this one was really good. So the premise is that Zandi, whose real name is Amanda... Don't understand that nickname, but whatever. Yeah, that kind of bothered me about this book, but I was just like, no, her name's Amanda. Just ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> Is uh, an American sounds like a goth. <clears throat> a goth. She, done she needed. Very she goth. needed to
3: make herself goth, so she added a Z.
2: Was she the dom? That sounds like a dom name. <laughs>
0: no, she wasn't.
2: <laughs> Call me Zonde. <laughs> <laughs> <Call me. laughs>
0: <laughs> Like, it doesn't even sound real, because it started with that, and I was like, that's not a name. And then, like, later it was, like, full name Amanda, and I was like, how did we get here? (laughs) But whatever. So, she is an American student who's just left college. It's a summer between her um, undergraduate and then graduate program. And Mm -hmm. her graduate program is she wants to be a librarian, so she's going to Librarian school? I know it has a name. I'm really sorry, librarian friends. Um, But she's going to go to grad school to learn how to be a librarian. Mm -hmm. And so she is going to this house in kind of the middle of nowhere, but kind of close. Um, And she's going to be doing some cataloging and archiving of historical old documents um, for a friend of her father's. Mm-hmm. Who is like, hey, I know this person. He lives in England. Um, he's... All of his archives are a mess. You can go fix them. And he's agreed that you can come and fix them. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's bad. And so she gets to England. And the first night she's there, um, she's dedicated like a whole day and an evening to spend in London. Because she's never been abroad before. And she's like, I'm going to see stuff before I go to the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And she... Ends up her other secondary goal is at night. She's like, I'm going to have a one night stand with some English dude. Don't care who so it she's is. She's like marking off her bucket out. list. She's, ready to go. she's like, I'm out of the country. It's one night stand time. I'm already
2: like, <laughs> I will this never girl. see that
0: guy ever. We again. are ready to go. So she is on her way to um some like restaurant slash bar and it starts to rain. Um, and because she comes from the Midwest, She was like, I didn't realize that it rains all the time here. And so she didn't, she brought like a raincoat, but she didn't bring an umbrella, which an umbrella is great when it's windy because you can use it as like a shield. (laughs) (laughs) And so what she needed in this like big rainstorm was like a shield situation. So she's just soaked because like the coat has done nothing. And so um, she like ends up, she can't see because like it's raining so hard and she like just plows into this guy. Like... They're maybe going to fall down. She's like, I'm so, so sorry. Um, I did not mean to ran smack into you. Turns out this dude is super hot. It's like, this is starting wonderful. Um, And so she somehow convinces him to be her one night stand. Oh which gee, I bet it was really so it difficult. A hundred percent, like circumvents. She doesn't even have to work for it. She just ran into him.
2: Well, I mean, he is a guy. He's. So, I'm so sorry. I ran into you. You Want to have sex for sorry? It's told in both their perspectives, <laughs> okay. and so in his
0: perspective, it's like he's struggling with. And I was like, really? Okay. Um. But so his name is Oliver, which is a great name. Like the only Oliver I can think of is Oliver Twist. For their record, I really <laughs> want to get a hedgehog and name it Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute so they have <laughs> so random, um, super hot sex and then like in the morning one of them leaves first but there's like no drama about it they're like whatever it's a one night stand Um, it's the hottest sex anybody's ever had
3: pre-arranged one night stand hottest sex ever
0: yeah okay alright it's great so she goes off to the countryside and she and so to be fair so this dude's like older than her she's supposed to be like 22 I get the feeling this dude's like upper 30s, maybe 40, and so she gets to the middle of nowhere, and, like, the professor whose house she's supposed to be at, he's not there. Um, and it's the guy, right? <laughs> yes, <it is. laughs> See? I'm good. So that's where we're going, and it's not really a twist, because it's, like, I mean, I knew that's exactly what was going to happen, and this is also, like, 20% in, so... <laughs>
3: in. 20% in the book. That's not very far in. What she's saying is there's a lot more sex. There's (laughs) a
0: lot more sex to come. Um, And so he's kind of pissed off that she's there. He's like, what the fuck are you doing here? Um, But also he's like, oh shit, I had sex with my friend's child. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh.
2: Which is- <laughs> uh, I mean, not on
3: purpose. Well, yeah, but still.
2: Is there a bro code
0: against that?
2: Have yeah. no sex with your uh, daughter?
0: <laughs> I think there's a big old bro code against that. that. Yeah, I think, is that the biggest piece of the bro code? Yeah, but, for yeah. sure. <laughs>
3: Probably. <laughs> I'll kill you if you do my daughter. Oh, and especially if you
0: happen to be my age. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
3: yeah <laughs> basically
0: so uh the rest of the story is um they're like well we probably shouldn't have sex again because this is bad <laughs> Um, but throughout the story, she's like archiving stuff because he's just got paper fucking everywhere. Like old paper sitting in the sunlight in between other books, which is not what you do with old paper. No. You can't just like let that shit sit in the sun or it will crumble and disintegrate and then it will be of use to absolutely nobody. Um, but so then they're also fighting off this like big sexual tension and then they just have a ton of hot sex. I'm
1: just picturing Hugh Grant over here.
0: (laughs) I was picturing so he's a professor, and in my mind, the ideal hottest professor is Harrison Ford at the beginning of yeah, every Indiana yeah. Jones movie mm-hmm. when he's still a professor and is like wearing tweed. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's <laughs> like
1: about... a toss up between <laughs> Hugh Grant and Harrison Ford.
0: Uh, except I can't I can't hot. agree
1: with the Harrison Ford because I know my mom has the hots for Harrison Ford, oh, so yeah, yeah there's that's... a little oh, yeah. okay a little weird.
3: Hugh Grant works for me. <laughs> I'm yeah. so Either one. The guy one. who plays the the uh, Wolverine. Hugh Jackman. Yeah, that's who I was picturing. Hugh Jackman. Not East, as Wolverine, but are they are named Hugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Right. So we have a Hugh, finish. I, have a all Hugh fetish. All of these ha-
3: start with H. So
2: yeah. today's word, boys and girls, is the letter H. <laughs> so Galatman we to be a guy. guy the, letter the letter
0: H. H, <laughs> H is for hot. Um, and I was like, so this is the greatest thing ever. Like, a hot, older, grumpy dude in tweed is just that's like the dream. And is also super smart. I was like, this is it. This is the Thing I've ever read. <laughs> Hooray! Um, so I really suggest this. It was super short. I think the Kindle, because the Kindle tries to like time you to tell you how much longer it's going to take you to read this thing. I think at the longest it was like two and a half hours.
3: I think it would be more than that
0: because if you have to stop
3: every time there's a hot sex scene That's and true. go take a shower. <laughs> Who said anything about a cold shower?
2: (laughs) (laughs) You have to stop and go find your battery operated boyfriend. (laughs) That's right, correct.
0: So it was really great, and that was "Misadventures with a Professor" by Sierra Simone.
2: Yay! Awesome. Another one that I need to put on repeat (laughs) on my audio file. To Alyssa sleep at night. Is like expectantly <laughs>
1: smiling at me over here. <laughs> She's waiting for I know. She's waiting for this story. Okay. So last week I asked Alyssa for a romance. Uh, my brain's just not working Recommendation? today. Recommendation, that thing. And so she told me to read Spotless by Camilla Monk. So I go and get on Amazon because I'm gonna just buy the Kindle book and I purchase Spotless by Camilla Monk. And I proceed to read like all almost all of this. Um and Friday, because we were go- going to record Friday, I get on Goodreads and I'm looking at Spotless by Camilla Monk and I read the little description and I literally stop and go, What the fuck? This is not what I'm reading. Like, not anything, like one hundred percent, not a single like character names are different. Ev- like Whoa. nothing. Is there two by this or the same name? No. So <laughs> So then I start texting Alyssa, and she probably thought I was got awful crazy at that moment because I sent her, like, 30 texts going, like, what what the the fuck? fuck? (laughs) (laughs) So then I'm like, okay, so I'm reading this book. How do I figure out what the hell I'm actually reading because I'm enjoying it? I
0: immediately went to Goodreads and was like, did she just buy the wrong one on accident? So I'm
1: trying to Google all these character names, and it just comes up with, because it's based off of Greek mythology, it, it just comes up with the original play on Faust, That's like a German play or opera. And so, so I'm like, this isn't fucking correct either. So then I'm like literally texting Alyssa. She's like, I don't know what to tell you pretty much. (laughs) So I go to my Kindle and I'm like, there's got to be some way for me to figure this out. Well, turns out if I had paid enough attention, (laughs) this soap spotless by Camilla Monk. Okay. Third page, the still series by the same author. (gasps)
0: <gasps> oh! <laughs> Amazon
1: files got mixed up or something. Yep. Oh there no! Was... Okay, so I kind of epically failed at the romance deal this week because I read the Still series by Camilla Monk instead.
0: <laughs> no one could have foreseen this happening. Wow! <laughs> she meant
3: to do the assignment, but ended up doing someone else's assignment but Amazon instead.
0: Us. I
2: yeah. mean. It's all fun and good until you copy the wrong assignment and hand it in to the teacher. <laughs> and the teacher's
1: going, what the hell is this?
2: Come on, Nicole.
1: <laughs> okay. So, Still, S-T-I-L-L by Camilla Monk is actually a series. And there's going to be romance. There's not really a whole lot of romance in the big in the first book. I'm just going to say that. So, I'm so sorry, you guys. But I'm going to review it anyways because it was really interesting. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> And because Camilla uh, Monk also writes other uh, romance Romance-y. books, so I think I loved her writing. I'm going to just say that she's hilarious. And in some parts of the book, like she talks, like her writing is what I would be thinking if I was in that situation, like where you are taken off guard and you're like, "What the fuck?" And she'll write, "What the fuck?" And you're like, "Oh, <laughs> great, <actual> spotless,
0: <laughs> is very good." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, and so, so essentially this follows the story of this girl. She's super young. I think she's 20. Um, she has bright blue hair, so just imagine that. And she's kind of had a difficult childhood uh, because her father kind of like disappeared when she was really young. And her mother ends up getting married. And she has the stepsister, but she always feels like her mom thought the stepsister was better than her. And they actually end up sending her away to boarding school, but not her stepsister. So when she ends up old enough, she like runs away from her boarding school and she's living her own life. Well, the book starts because she goes to Rome to find her father because he's Italian and he had moved back to Italy. And so she's walking around Rome trying to get the balls to go see him and ends up running into her stepsister, who is apparently (laughs) uh, like studying archaeology type stuff with this company and... She's following essentially in the footsteps of her grandfather. And so they end up kind of reconnecting. There's a lot of tension there because she still feels like she's inferior to her sister. But anyways, they go and they're actually at this archeo- archaeological site. And they're di- digging up an ancient like, Greek tablet that's Ooh. buried underground. Um, and it used to be in a shrine. But the entire shrine was actually like it had disintegrated and collapsed and the only thing left was this marble tablet. And it was all she knows and all they were telling her is that it was a tablet um, dedicated to the god of time, like the Greek god of time. Kronos. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, so (laughs) so then uh, while she's there, this homeless dude, like ends up stumbling... Into this archaeological site, and they kind of have to get rid of him. This homeless dude is also blind, so he's using a cane, but he seems really intelligent. And so he disappears for a little while. She ends up meeting him again later, and he tells her that people are following her. She's like, What the fuck? So she starts to think that her sis- stepsister is working for like this archaeological cult. Ooh, cool, cool! So I yeah, haven't theology. read this. I'm very that. into this now. I know, <laughs> and so there's so much mythology going on here. Um, and so she's she ends up running into this Chrono not chronos, the homeless dude again. He that's blind, and mm-hmm. she ends up like talking to him. He ends up saving her ass because a c- couple other things happen. And wait, I have to stop for one second. Part of her horrible childhood is that sometimes, randomly, she would be doing her thing and time would stop. And she was oh. the only one that could move. Oh. But if she touched somebody, she didn't feel heat from them. They Like, if she touched their hair, their hair would not move. It was like a statue. If a door was closed, she could not open the door. Like, the entire world would stop and she'd be stuck in there. Like, her entire life. Um, Sweet. So, pretty early on in the book, she realizes That this homeless dude is the one that's fucking stopping time. And like this has driven her crazy her entire life because she did, she thought something was wrong with her. Like she completely didn't know what was was going on. Nutty. Yeah. (laughs) So she ends up finding out that this dude is the guy that's stopping time and she's trying to figure out why. By the way, his name is Faust or Faust. Faust. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) So if you know Greek mythology, you kind of, or, or, well, the play. The play, yeah. So you're kind of getting where that's coming from. And so so she's trying to save her stepsister now because she finds out that essentially this archaeological firm that's digging up this tablet is trying to break the tablet because the tablet is the reason why Faust can stop time. But Faust can't tell her all, anything about the tablet because he has a contract. Um, and if you... Yeah, yeah. He has a contract so with, because you find out that... Don't tell too much. It's not really, well, you find it out like super early. It's oh. not even, but he just has this contract with, Um, you find out like a titan, essentially a Greek titan. Damn, like, yeah, this
3: sounds really cool. It's really
1: good. I was... It sounds I, like Harrison Ford could have played in
2: this movie. Yeah. yeah. That, that's when you start talking about templates. I was like, okay, here's... Templates? Ta- Did you say templates?
3: Ta- <laughs> it's like a close cross between a tampon and a template. <laughs> template.
1: I loved the mythology that was interwoven because I'm 100% not the uh, most well-versed on Greek mythology. But this takes a lot of Greek mythology and it goes into Titans and you see more Titans within the book, which is not really giving anything away um, in some of the mythology from that. But then it uh, it integrates the German opera, which is Faust um, and throws that in there too. And there's probably some other stuff that I don't even know about that Hmm. was also interwoven. Cool. I just thought it was really interesting, but there, so well, by the way, the homeless dude is like 2000 years old. Sweet. Not giving anything away, oh. so <clears throat> he doesn't look like that. But she ends up getting like he keeps trying to sleep with her. But this book is like really blatant. So she's she knows he's trying to sleep with her, and she's like, "Really, dude? Gee, what the fuck? Old homeless I dudes are how not my type." She is, <laughs> unless it's Harrison Ford. <laughs> well, he doesn't look two thousand years. He's just blind hobo. Like, yeah,
3: but still, blind hobos are not on the top of my list for one night stands. Is he hot?
1: I mean, a hot I have no blind, idea. Hoblo- they Hol- didn't really describe him enough to hot, hot sh- blind hoblo-
0: <laughs> hobo
1: But that's the closest hoblo? to, to you know where her mind is. Romance. This book gets is him like trying to. He's just like trying to have sex with her, and she's like, no. That's. But creepy. I think the. the I mean, mm-hmm. I think there. The, there's going to be more romance in the later books. Hmm. But Maybe the blind hobo turns one. into somebody really hot.
3: Yeah, well, if he's 2,000 years
1: old, he, he might have some Huger. other
3: special talents. Or Harrison, Ford. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or Harrison Ford. But yeah, that was called Still by Camilla Monk. Awesome.
3: Now, I bet you're wondering what I read this week.
1: Was it a romance?
3: No, it was not. Was it dirty? Mm, sort of.
0: In a clinical way.
3: In a very clinical Is way. Is it Pornhub adjacent? <laughs> no, it was not Pornhub adjacent. <laughs> But maybe some of these people sh- on Pornhub should read this book. <laughs> it was called, hold on, I've got to look up the exact title. Bonk, The Curious Coupling of Science and Sex by Mary Roach. You and your Mary Roach third, pick. Third book. She's by great. By Mary, Ro- Mary Roach.
0: This book is great.
3: This book is great. Um, it was obviously a nonfiction book. And I found it very apt that Alyssa had to read it in college. I did. <laughs> because it should be read by all young people. It was a very interesting book, but yet it had a lot of fun. The, the approach of it was very fun. Does it Sort of, <laughs> kind of. For example, did you know that you can cure hiccups by masturbating? <laughs>
1: I oh my god, yeah, next I time I'm at work that. with the hiccups. Let me just stop <laughs> what I'm doing and Excuse me, I'll be all right back. <laughs> oh, You're
3: working god, on I your feel computer. so much better and now I don't have the hiccups anymore.
1: I need to go to the bathroom real quick. <laughs> <laughs> also, I don't believe that because they say if somebody scares you, it goes away. They say if you like stand upside down, it goes away, and none of these things work. It's supposed to but distract you. But masturbation
3: actually does work. Uh, Did you I, try I, it? No, I haven't had the hiccups lately.
1: <laughs> but you can
3: bet
2: that Man, I'm gonna try it. Next I had time the hiccups I have. the I
1: other day. I now get you the know. Hiccups every time I take a drink of Coke, <laughs> like my first sip, I I'm gonna buy some try Coke this. and go home. <laughs>
3: Yep. Hopefully you got to we'll- let us know, girls, if you try this, <laughs> if it works.
1: Actually, I don't really want to know. <laughs> Back to sex. Back to sex.
3: I found so many interesting things in this book that I literally stopped listening to it and went and got this little notebook that you see here. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, you
2: stopped and ate something that gave you the hiccups.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Just to test it out. Um, I found a lot of really super interesting um, little facts in there about sex and about the human body as well. Things I've just found super interesting. Um, for example, um, and actually she goes over this in one of her other books about a collection of things found up the butt. We've, yes. We've Googled that before. <laughs> yeah. This is a...
0: a lot of bad
3: stuff. For example, a cattle horn, a frozen ponytail, a
0: frozen what? ponytail, yeah, like
3: a ha- like hair. For one
2: thing, why would you freeze your ponytail, and why See? would you think this is exactly
0: why I this is weird? A ponytail.
3: It's very strange. And how would you her? know it was frozen? Because <laughs> surely it would not so be frozen ponytail, any longer when you cut it out,
0: head, cut it off your head, and then
2: froze it. I wonder if they like it put it, put it your in your water body. or something, so it was like an probably nice cute ponytail, probably, and then tried to. Because otherwise, the shove it, it would there. like br- it would like break while yep. you were trying to shove it up there.
3: Mm-hmm. Which Unless is why you, it got stuck up there. It <laughs> melted. <laughs> so there's that. There's a magazine and spectacles. Those were the most interesting things I found. People
0: get your lives together. I know, right? <laughs> At it's least a- you'd
3: always know where your glasses are.
0: where are they if they're up your butt you'd know where they are oh yeah that's where (laughs) i put them you've heard that before (laughs) uh
3: what else did i find interesting let's see um okay 30 to 60 percent of young male farm workers have had quote animal experience that's weird yeah that's gross
1: yeah i know right Again, That's not the kind of porn I want to watch. It's actually terrifying. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. kind of is. Uh, so they
3: usually choose pigs or sheep because they're just the right height. <laughs> I didn't need to know this one. <laughs> see, I, all this fascinating stuff. Let's see what's next here. I That's forgot, what I call I fascinating, I forgot Martha. that one. Um, uh, let's see. Okay, so did you know that it is Not only possible, but fairly normal-ish for women to have spontaneous orgasms of different types. Meaning they could sit and do kegels until they go. Or nipple orgasms. Yeah. Mm. There are some women who can just sit there and conjure one up. And they know they're not faking because they're measuring the, uh, the contractual muscles in their... Vaginas, maybe electrodes up their vaginas. It's helping that out. Well, I kind of wondered about that. So, really, the true takeaway from this book, overall, besides the stuff up the butt, which I just thought was fun—not um not fun, but I mean, you know, like really super. Martha thinks butt stuff is fun. I do not. <laughs> no weird self.
0: butt stuff specifically. Weird butt like, stuff, real weird.
3: No, I'm not really interested in that. Like frozen I, ponytails. I think it was more like super they do, grossed
0: can't get past
2: out. They do
3: have bejeweled butt plugs. They do. What happens if the jewels come off and get stuck up your butt? Well, the jewels are on the outside. Duh, if you put it up your butt. Why are we plugging the butts anyways? <laughs> <laughs> it's just something out there. <laughs> I, it's something about when there's something I up there. Ever... It gets your pop, almost said prostrate. <laughs>
1: I thought only men have prostrate, prostate. <laughs> it's oh, <yeah>. it's <laughs> prostrate
3: on your prostate. <laughs> no, but I, I think that that's where that comes from. I, I could be wrong. I don't. I honestly don't know that much about butt stuff. Haven't really been interested in it previously. Um, I read a lot about
0: fetishism in that book.
3: I mean, there were all kinds of things in this book. It
0: wasn't. There's a reason why, like, it was a textbook. It was a a (laughs) fascinating
3: look at weird shit that people do to get off. (laughs) Mm. It was very, very instructional and information informational. Definitely worth a read. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think every human being should know how their body works, and this is one of those books that really goes into detail. It also hits on the fun stuff. Fun meaning weird and unusual, interesting to bring out as a little, um, a little fact factoid at parties that are getting a little on the funky side. Factoids or suggestions for your one night stand? No, definitely not. <laughs> um, but over overall, the takeaway from this, I think that I got was that for women. And I've, I've always known this, that sex is in your mind, not necessarily in your vagina. A lot of times they talk about how women have a harder time getting aroused, but it's mostly because they're worried so much about what their partner thinks of them that they can't get over that enough to enjoy themselves. And they were talking about the the percentage of Same-sex couples that have great orgasms, and that's why.
2: Because they don't worry so much.
3: Not only that, they both have the same equipment, so there's that. But a lot of it has to do with overcoming your own um, insecurities about your body. Because when you're having sex, the other person is not thinking about anything but having sex. They're not thinking about... I mean, if they're aroused,
0: obviously they're into you. And also, if they are, fuck them. (laughs) That's right. Or not fuck them fuck them in like the mean way yeah then they can fuck off and they can fuck off have sex find someone better that's I mean, right <laughs>
3: like with a frozen ponytail
0: <laughs> i'm not gonna be able to get past that i'm really not
3: yeah i thought that was probably the weirdest thing on that entire that the
0: spectacles like yeah. i have so well, many there, were, there was a whole list of
3: stuff up the same guy's ass that had I'm the sorry spe- what he had that the, makes it weirder yeah, he had the spectacles in the magazine up there the same guy
0: were the spectacles inside the magazine?
3: I'm not really sure. Did he not have anywhere to lay somewhere in the bathroom? I think maybe he was just going on a trip and trying to get <laughs> get out of the baggage problem, you know? I wonder
1: what the magazine was.
3: That's an interesting <laughs> idea. Yeah.
1: What is the magazine? And whose it was. What kind of magazine would you put up your ass? And also, can you imagine that? Can you imagine how met, like, you know, gross enemy entire and you got it out? No, like okay, so here's the deal. I've had so much surgery. Like I, I thought you were gonna say, I've had so much stuff up my butt. <laughs> no, <laughs> that I refuse anything to go near my butt because the all the amount of surgery I've had is like half a million dollars, and literally it is dangerous even if you are a normal human being to have stuff up your butt. It's so true. Can you imagine shoving an eight by ten fucking magazine up your fucking ass? No, I can't. Exactly. I can't. Which this doesn't, doesn't make it okay. That no, is <laughs> 10 inches <laughs> of paper shoved up there. That, that can't is. Be good.
2: Think Dangerous of the paper cuts. hell. Yeah. i going to say it's not where I want a paper cut. <laughs> No, and th- this it hurts is why. When you paper cut the webbing in your fingers, why I do you think imagine. I wrote
3: this down, you guys? It's—I mean—that's fucking bizarre. I, feel like I, I must don't have understand. Just selectively forgotten this when I read this book. I don't know why you would want anything up your Seven. ass. I want things out of my ass. I don't want things up in there.
1: I think I've actually had like a doctor because of all my surgery. I don't have a large intestine. Normal, like so. Right. That, right. I've had doctors literally say. If you ever do this, you're fu- like you're, don't, don't your put intestines up your ass but burst. <laughs> so that's even for normal people like that's so dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and people are stupid. Well, and people I guess just
2: they just Well, I think people do it because kinds it's so yeah. Because it's
3: Hey, because let's it's, stick something up your ass. It's dirty man. and
1: it's bad. I yeah. think if I had a penis, Some- I would not want it up. Somebody's ass. Some just people like that butt there stuff. Too. There's not, not, you know, <laughs> yeah.
3: whatever you decide to do in the privacy of your own. Yeah, you can do it. I'm not. It's fine. But just be aware that people will mock you if you have to go to the hospital. Well, Also, that's just all. be
1: careful, too, because you don't have to go to the hospital because no. your intestines burst. Maybe someone you only their... put stuff up your butt
2: that's designed for your butt. There we go. Yeah. I mean, there are plenty of th- there uh, are plenty of things actually designed that to go, go up go your ass. You don't have to toys. go to the store
0: anymore. Yeah, you <laughs> can order honest. it. Online. You can do it online.
3: Yeah, there was some. You know what? There are sex toys <laughs> on Zulily right now.
0: There are sex toys on Amazon. I was going to say another, but I mean, on Amazon. with free you shipping, can't get more. Yeah, yeah you, <laughs> you can't can get, get more house Whatever you want, you don't have to look another. And then it in the just comes in a box that
2: says Prime. Everybody orders off Amazon, so right. Nobody's
3: gonna know what it is. You don't even have to order something that's called a quote personal massager.
0: No, we f- we finally you can actually fast, fast. order
3: <laughs> an actual dildo. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there's no shame because it comes in an Amazon Prime box and nobody has to know.
1: Yeah, just make sure unless it's somebody <laughs> it's
3: an unmarked box unless <laughs> unless of course somebody decides to steal it off your porch <laughs> and then. They They'll won't have their know. own little
2: surprise. That's well, right, and also probably nobody would actually care if yeah, they were something yeah, right. Would you report that if somebody stole that off your
0: porch? I would, officer. Somebody stole yeah. my dildo. I my paid hundred on bucks. bucks for
2: that. Damn
0: it! I've had mail stolen off my porch before. It happened one time, and I was just like, Amazon, this didn't arrive. They're like, Well, they said it arrived. I was like, Well, then it was stolen. They were like, Okay, here's your money back.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. you can order That's this awesome. again or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's because they have insurance. Yeah. Well,
0: and I'm sure That's that this cool. happens all the time. Like it I would have it only had it happen one time, but like, um, where Martha's child lives, I would not want any yeah. left
3: on the porch. Yeah, you don't leave stuff on your porch if you live in that neighborhood, that's for sure. No,
0: I mean, there are lots of neighborhoods where like, you just don't want your mail delivered to your porch. I had a friend who lives in the middle of nowhere and she had like, a comforter set delivered like three times and it was stolen every single time. Somebody must have really liked yeah. that comforter mm-hmm. set. I
2: saw this, um this, uh, the news had this one little um, piece on an engineer who kept getting packages stolen from his porch. So he devised this package. Oh, God, that was hilarious. To I leave on that. his porch that, like, catapulted. I
3: can't remember if it was like cat shit. It was, it shit was fart or... spray and glitter, right? Glitter, yeah. yeah. So it's they, they stole the package at Christmas time. Yeah. Put it in their car. And then the, there's a camera in yeah. there as well. So you're watching this. So you could see. When the fart spray went off, the guy was like, oh, <laughs> you know, and there's glitter all over his car. So there's no way he's ever getting that glitter yeah.
0: out. He just called the police. Yeah, There's a funny. man with glitter. The interior of his car is covered in glitter. And, and he smells like farts. He smells, smells like, like farts. farts. He went this way. It should be really easy to find him. <laughs> and <laughs>
3: about nine times out of ten, they threw the package out and the guy got his camera back. Yeah. But it was brilliant. That's that's freaking brilliant, man. That's speaking what I was of, thinking when I saw it. I was like... Speaking know, of you, butt stuff, you, you know. Go. A fart smell makes someone <laughs> wanna... See, that's the thing I can't get with the butt stuff. I mean, I, I don't think I could get past the smell. All
0: right. So
3: we're going to I'm going to close this out by saying I recommend this book to everyone who has a body and has ever thought of having sex. Because it really (laughs) is a very helpful book, aside from the weird shit that I just talked about. It really does have some great information in it. It's called Bonk, the curious coupling of science and sex. Buy it for your younger teenagers and allow them to read it so that they can find out about their body and all the weirdos in the world. Early on, and then explain it to them and talk to them about it. And don't send me hate mail. Let <laughs> <they> me read it. <laughs> By Mary Roach. And that's my Valentine's Day contribution to the world of romance. And I'm raising my eyebrows right now. Romance. Romance. So for Valentine's Day this year, and technically you could have your Valentine's Day whatever day you want, because... Any day is a good day to love your friends. And really, that's what Valentine's Day is supposed to be about. Is it about friends? Yeah, it's about friends and girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Of course, the romantic part of it is not necessarily about girlfriends. Unless, of course, you like the opposite or like like same sex.
0: Or you just have a girlfriend at all. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Or if you're a guy and have a girlfriend. Yeah. We have guys that listen, too.
3: I just didn't want to talk about Valentine's Day. Because it's not very inclusive. There are lots of people out there that don't have a significant other. And they can still be loved and and talk about love and sex and stuff. Yeah. Now I have Hugh Grant in the brain, and I love it. So you're still thinking about the Professor Hugh Grant in his tweed jacket that you've already ripped off of him? Oh God,
0: that's mm-hmm. a horrible picture. That's a hor. That's one of the worst photos of Hugh Grant I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, that's. Are not you a great looking, of him. looking at Hugh Grant? We are now. I Just
1: googled Hugh Grant. We were talking about Hugh. Oh, there we go. I like that one. <laughs> floppy <laughs> cool. hair. He was best with the floppy. I hair. I like floppy hair. I'm so Hugh sorry, Grant. you can't see these, Martha.
3: See, this is the disadvantage of being on the <laughs> other side of the board from my girls damn it. Oh,
2: I know what we have to talk about. Now I need to think about Hugh Grant and get the hiccups.
3: Next weekend is the Super Bowl of Books. For Oklahoma City. For Oklahoma City. (laughs) Not anyone else. Friends of the Library Metro book sale next weekend and also Martha's birthday. (laughs) Woo! And we're very excited because I get to do my entire radio show from 10 to 3 from live from the book sale because my boss is awesome. And we're giving away tickets to the book sale. So if you happen to live in Oklahoma City or in Oklahoma and you want to go to the book sale for the preview sale on Friday, we're giving away tickets on Facebook right now. So if you go
1: sign up... You can sign up before Wednesday. Hold on. Let me give you the date for all of our listeners.
3: Nicole's got the details. She set up the giveaway. So she's got it all fi- figured out over there. You gotta,
1: you have to like our page. It's super easy. If You, you can do one of any of these things to get entered. You can like our... Three Book Girls Facebook page, our Three Book Girls Twitter, or follow me or Martha on Twitter. The, you get more points for the Facebook or the the Three Book Girls Facebook or the Three Book Girls Twitter. So, um, um, But you need to enter before February 20th, well, at like midnight, so just do it. Yes, and then you'll be
3: able to pick your tickets up at the book sale because I will actually be there.
1: Or at the radio station if you want to pick them up uh, Early. when Martha's not going to be at the book yeah. sale because she's not going to be there all day.
3: No. Nah. <laughs> we'll, we'll give you the details when you win. We'll call you. Contact you through Facebook. But yeah, you kind of have to be in Oklahoma though to win that, so. so sorry all you England folks
2: and Canadian
3: all my all my uh, and Texas British folks. peeps and
2: and the and Tanzania tickets.
3: and all those other places that have been listening lately. Thank you very much. Well,
2: you know, I haven't had internet in like 2 weeks, so I haven't even been able to go on and look and see where everybody's listening from.
3: I'm gonna try to, <laughs> I, I'm gonna fix that next week. I'm gonna call them on Monday because we got lots of people listening. I, I think uh, Shauna went home and talked to a bunch of people because Spring Texas has gone way up there in the left. That's sort of near where she lives, so I think she's spreading the word down there in Texas for us.
0: Awesome Texans, if you want to drive all the way up here for a big old book sale, it is technically within driving distance.
3: Yep. But good I'm, luck to you. It's probably not as good as the Houston friends of the library book sale, which That's is true. Freaking kick ass. And I'm pretty sure, didn't you say that this was Alyssa's year anniversary?
2: <gasps> it in is. In a book, girl? It is. It is. It'll is. be
0: next. Week after next?
3: No, I thought it was before Valentine's Day last year.
0: It was after the book sale. It was, no, no, it, it was, was a sale. book sale. Oh, that's right. You guys didn't do, like, romance for Valentine's Day. Like, you did it later. Well, we did. Yeah, we did. We did the
2: raunchy one. We didn't do a... Actual romance yeah. one. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. So the week, it's almost my one year right. anniversary. We're two weeks out. Yeah. believe it.
3: That's cool. So maybe we'll meet a new book girl. Yeah.
2: It seems yeah. like more than a year. It seems like Alyssa's been here like ever I since. I know. It's because <laughs> the first time she came on the podcast is like,
3: yep, she's home.
0: Aww. <laughs> I didn't even review a romance. I know. <laughs> I just reviewed a normal ass book.
3: Yeah. Well, the historian is kind of a romance, though. Come on, admit it. It's a I mean, vampire like romance, maybe but it's
0: fifty pages a, total dedicated to romance out oh, of, but a it was of a book of like five hundred pages. Oh, well, I mean, it's a standalone romance, without
3: the romance.
2: That's why you can tell oh, the way, difference. Oh, way standalone.
0: You True. could have deleted that, and you wouldn't have even known the difference.
3: True. Well, for all you romantics out there, enjoy however you enjoy it. We will not judge you, we promise. Unless, of course, we read about you in the hospital pages and we talk about it on this podcast. Unless you
2: end up on a Google search that's for weird right. things in the Fantastic ass. Fantastic news due to HIPAA law.
1: <laughs> we will never find <laughs> out your name. You have, have to share it yourself. <laughs> so we will never you. find out your name. <laughs> and on that note,
3: I think that's going to do it for...
0: Three book girls. book girls.
3: Can't get enough of Three Book Girls? Join the conversation on Facebook and follow them on Twitter and Instagram if you really love them share the podcast with a friend three book girls a steel trap production